In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear son, the day I welcomed you into this monastery as a postulant, nearly two years ago, I took you by the hand and led you into the oratory while the brethren sang this verse of Psalm 83. Better is one day in thy courts above thousands. Blessed are they that dwell in thy house, O Lord. By our Lord's grace and mercy, you have spent not one day, but a succession of days in this house of the Lord, learning in humility and in obedience all the hard and rugged paths by which we walk towards God. As a novice, you began to live your exodus of letting go of the things that, in the world, gave you some measure of security, even as a priest. A leaving behind of things dear and familiar. In the silence of your heart, you heard the voice of Jesus saying, just for you, what he says to every man drawn into the radiance of his adorable countenance. If any man has a mind to come my way, let him renounce self and take up his cross daily and follow me. He who tries to save his life will lose it. It is the man who loses his life for my sake that will save it. Your exodus, dear son, is far from over. But today you are given a moment of rest and of wonder on a high mountain in a place apart. Having completed a certain apprenticeship in the things by which a man becomes a monk, that is, by which a man allows his life to be broken and then reshaped around the one thing necessary. You are, I think, surprised and delighted by the song that the liturgical providence of God placed on your lips in the introit. How lovely are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts! My soul longeth and fainteth for the courts of the Lord. The psalm intoned at the beginning of this holy mass of your monastic profession is the very one that we sang on the day when I welcomed you among us. 
How lovely are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts! Even on the most monotonous and hardest of days, a certain chaste and humble loveliness pervades the monastic life. It is the light that shines from the face of Christ reflected on ordinary things and on the familiar faces of one's fathers and brothers. It is the light that is given to each man, not in a dazzling brightness, nor with equal intensity to each. The light that shines from the face of Christ in this exodus of ours is given to each man in view of the next step. The psalm goes on. How blessed is the man who finds his strength in thee where there are hearts set on pilgrimage, the parched ravine turns into a watercourse at their coming, new clad by the bounty of returning rain. So, at each stage refreshed, they will reach Sinai and have sight there of the God who is above all gods. The Feast of the Transfiguration of our Lord is wonderfully suited to the act of monastic profession. The liturgy of the feast condenses into a single icon for the eyes of the heart and into a single song for the ears of the heart, all that a monk needs to see and hear in order to go forward in his exodus. The words of our Father St. Benedict at the very beginning of the Holy Rule echo and are fulfilled in the words of the Eternal Father on the Holy Mountain. St. Benedict says, Hearken, O my son, to the precepts of thy master, and incline the ear of thine heart. And on the holy mountain, the eternal Father. And now there was a voice which said to them out of the cloud, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. To him then, listen. The promise enshrined for you, and indeed for each of us today in Psalm 83, echoes and points to the words of our Father St. Benedict at the very end of the Holy Rule. In the psalm, at each stage refreshed, they will reach Zion and have sight there of the God who is above all gods. And at the conclusion of the Holy Rule, Whoever therefore thou art that hasteneth to thy heavenly country, fulfill by the help of Christ this least of rules, which we have written for beginners, 
and then at length, thou shalt arrive under God's protection at the lofty summits of doctrine and virtue which we have spoken about. The monastic exodus begins in listening and is fulfilled in seeing. All along the way, we are given the shining, mysterious presence of which the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night were but fading figures and passing portents. If you would arrive, dear son, by the help of Christ and under God's protection, if you would reach Zion, and there see God face to face. If you would enter into the experience of Peter, James, and John on the holy mountain, who, lifting up their eyes, saw no one but only Jesus, then fix your gaze on the whiteness of the host, Accustom yourself to seeing nunc per speculum in enigmate, now as in a mirror dimly. And in those seasons and hours of your exodus, when your ears will hear naught but silence, and your eyes see naught but darkness. Repeat humbly and with utter confidence the words that so often you sing. Jesu quem velatum nunca spicio oro fiat irud quod tam sitio ut te revelata cernem spacie Visu simbeatus tue glory. Jesus, whom now veiled, I by faith descry. What my soul doth thirst for, do not, Lord, deny. That thy face unveiled, I at last may see. With the blissful vision blessed, my God of thee. And now, my son, who hast abandoned the world and taken refuge with God, thou art standing before him and his most holy altar in the presence of the brethren who dwell in this monastery. Tell me then, dost thou promise for three years stability, the conversion of thy manners, and obedience, here in the presence of God and of his saints? I do promise. In nomine Domini nostri Jesu Christi, Amen. Ego, Prater Illebranus Maria Hauser, Stans umilis coram Jesu Christo salvatore meo, omni adorazione dignissimo, 
quem in sacro sancto eucaristie sacramento substantialiter presentum aniostro. Promito ad triennium, stabilitatem, conversionem morum meorum et obedientiam, secundum regulam sancti patris nostri benedicti, et declarationes ac statuta bonacorum benedictinorum adorationis perpetue sanctissimi sacramenti altaris, a sede apostolica et a reverendissimo in Cristo Patre et Domino Medensi Episcopo approvatas, in hoc venerabili cenobio, beate Mariae Virginis in cenaculo, apud ribulum argenteum, coram Deo et Sanctis Eius, quorum reliquiae aventur in hoc monasterio, in presentia patris et prioris conventualis nostri, reverendissimi patris Domini Marci Danielis Curdi, et monacorum eiustem, ad cuius rei fidem anctetitionem manu propria scripsi anno ad incarnazione Domini bis millesimo decimo octavo, die sexta Augusti. Suscipem et Domine, secundum eloquium tuum et vivam. Per non confundas me, ab expectatione mea. Suscipem et Domine, Secundum eloquium tuum et non confundas me ad expectatione mea. Sociitem et Domine, Secundum eloquium tuum et vivam. Et non confundas me ad expectatione mea. Suscitem et Domine, Secundum eloquium tuum et Confundas me ab expectatione mea. Suscipem et Domine, secundum eloquium tuum et vivam. Et non confundas me Yeah. <laughs> 
In nomine Patris, et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen.
abominum ceterorum proposito separasti, a conversazione carnali, et ab immunditia terenorum actum, infusa ei celitus santitate discernas. Ut beata Maria semper virgine et matre tua intercedente, protectionis tue munitus presidio, quod te donante affectat, te robornante ad impleat, et sue conversionis executur existens adea, Que perseverantibus promitere dignatus es, per tingere mere atur. Qui vivis et reinas Deus, per omnia secula seculotur. Amen. Deus, qui beatissimum benedictum, electum famulum tuum, Abstractum amunde turbinibus, tibi soli militare iusisti. Tribueque sumus, huic famulo tuo, subeustem magisterio, ad tum servicium, festinanti perseverandi, constantiam et perfectam, usque infinem victoria. Per Christum Dominum Nostrum. Amen. Credo in unum decreum, patrem omnipotentem, patorem genitum, Spiritus Sancto, 
Oh, I'm a 
Oh. 